0: Okay. Um, this is the fiction, old and new book group, and tonight is Friday, uh, August thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. And tonight we're discussing um, a book by Abby Waxman, which is called The Garden of Small Beginnings. Um, it's actually her first book. She's written three books, and her most recent book which is called The Bookish Life of Nina Hill, just came on board recently, and I'm pretty sure oh. her second book also, whose name is Escaping Me, is on board too. So if you like her, there, there are some other books to pick from. Um, she was born in England in 1970, and um, she her mother actually, I don't know her mother's name, but her mother is a crime uh, writer, crime fiction writer. Mm. So I don't know if it's Waxman or a different name. So there's writing in her family, and she went into advertising before she, she wrote novels. And she did that for a couple of years. She had some success. She, she had some pretty big clients. And then she decided to stop uh, working in advertising and, and write books. Um, and she also writes uh, television shows and screenplays. And uh, she has three children. And she moved with her husband from England. Now she lives in Los Angeles. And her I think her website said she has... A husband, three children, three dogs, three cats, a gecko, two mice, and six chickens. So (laughs) it's a a pretty busy (laughs) house. I don't know how they all get along with each other. plus a garden, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it's interesting. I listened she to podcast with her, and she's not really a gardener because you would think oh. based on this book that she would really be a gardener. Well, she but must she must have did to do some, some research. research. A lot of research, then, yeah. I, I would think so, definitely. So, um, what we're going to do for, especially for those of you who who are here for the first time, welcome. Um, what we usually do is in the beginning, just so everybody has a chance to, you know, say a little bit about their their thoughts about the book, is we go one by one and. And Sherry kindly actually will call on people one by one. So when somebody's talking, you know, we'll, we'll let everybody have a chance to talk. And then after everybody has a chance to, to go to talk, then we'll just open it up for, for more general discussion. So I am going, now going to turn it over to Sherry.
1: Okay. I'm going to go down the list here. And I'm, we're not muting everybody, so keep that in mind um, as I call on people and they're talking. So at the top of the list here is Alan.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I, I've got forty-three minutes left in this book. I only started it like yesterday, so I mean, oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't imagine it's going to be any spoilers stuff. So, I, 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 I I love the book. I think it's it's. Uh, I haven't laughed so hard. I mean, not really laughed so hard, but it's just I find it just totally charming. The, the The woman, the writer, is just really really funny, and I really like the the main character is really. Uh, it's just clever, and uh, I, I just find all of the, the, the people in the garden class very interesting, and uh, I'm, I'm just enjoying, and, and the narrator's great. The way she does the two little girls, I mean, I love kids anyway, <laughs> but the, the two little girls are just, they're just lovable, and uh, Claire and, and Annabelle, they're just, uh, I, I'm just finding the whole thing just, uh, it, it's been real easy to, to zip through really quickly, so Thanks for uh, picking this one because I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Thanks.
1: Okay, next we've got. Okay, uh, let me move down the list here. Uh, We've got a nine three seven.
3: Yeah, that would be me. I'm Shirley. And um, anyway, I really enjoyed the book. I have to reiterate what Alan said. I can't tell you when I've laughed so hard and so much and and my husband would sit here and I'd start laughing and he'd say you know what what's going on oh it's the book I'm reading the book <laughs> and, oh my gosh I just really enjoyed it and I needed some good laughs and it was great and I tried to get my sister to read it but even though she cited, she's recently gotten into a thing of um, listening to audio books, I guess, in the car. And she said she couldn't get this one in an audio book. And I was really disappointed because I think she would have loved it. But it was a great book. And one of my other friends read it also who was supposed to be on here tonight. But I don't think she's gotten here yet. But I'm on Wow. There. I'm on surely. Oh, she is here. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so I just wanted to let you guys know how much I enjoyed it. And the gardening tips were so funny in between there, too. Um, But it was just a great book. I loved it.
1: Okay. Next is uh, 951.
3: That's me. <laughs> my my friend Shirley just spoke. And I really thought the book was fantastic. I liked it. Oh, the, could the you garden. Just tell us your
0: tell us your name. I'm yes, sorry. I'm
3: sorry. Yeah, of course. My name is Nancy Unger. And okay. I really like these oh. I like these books uh, these meetings. And I I thought that the I love it was very heartwarming with, uh, with the name oh, of the guys. The gar the garden guru was, was his name was was it Edward? I really yeah. liked Ed Edward Edward. Yes. And I really liked uh, the fact that um she was really wonderful with her kids and wonderful in the class and you know she was she was trying to get over the death of her husband and I really enjoyed the book.
4: Okay, Abby? Okay, well, I agree with everybody what everybody said so far about the book and the narrator. So I'll just tell you one thing I didn't really like and I didn't mention this in my review because I really didn't think of it until after the fact. But anyway, one thing I don't like is the idea it portrays that you have to have a significant other in order to be happy, and i don 't think that 's necessarily true and I can certainly understand lillian 's concern in the beginning because uh, you know kids can it can really throw them for a loop when uh, you know after one parent dies, you know a substitute is brought into the family so but I think in this case, they, the kids, I think they like Edward. So if Lillian and Edward actually do get serious, uh, I don't think that it would be a problem. But that was one thing I did not like about the book. But otherwise, I loved it. It was funny, and the narration was great. And I think, because this was, a, I think it was either Penguin or random audio ha- book. Uh, so your friend could get it from Audible, maybe. So you might, she might check that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a good book. Okay uh, Carla. Well, I liked the book a whole
5: lot. Um, um, I, I you know, I really like the way she writes, and I liked the portrayal of the characters, and there was some I know I'm going to sound like the teacher in me, but um, there was a lot of symbolism that I liked. It was it, it was funny how the garden grew in parallel with their relationships. You know, the love grew, the garden grew. And I really liked that, and I didn't see that it was telling you you had to have a, a significant other, I was seeing it as they were trying to get her to, you know, to, to know that it was okay to go on, it was okay to laugh, it was okay to enjoy other people, um, you know, so I, I guess I didn't see it that way. The one. Part I think I could have done without with some of the language and you know some of the, the sexual innuendos. Um, I, I think it could have done without some of that. But otherwise, I I really enjoyed the book and I enjoyed the feel good um, atmosphere of the book, uh, the positivity and the lack of violence.
1: You know, it was just a great book. Okay, Ladon.
6: Yeah, I enjoyed reading the book quite a bit, uh, but I had a little problem maybe relating to the protagonist for several reasons one it's been a long time since I was that young and two <laughs> yeah. a, and and two I've never been a woman and three uh, I don't think anybody of the opposite sex has ever lusted after my body like that <laughs> you, you know. Uh, other than that, I thought the book was entertaining. The narration was good, and I give the book a strong B in my rating. Okay, uh, Marcia, you still there, Marcia? I guess
7: we can come to back, back to her.
1: Okay, uh, uh, then. Sec- out. I've been uh, there's a good Zoom
5: bouncer because I've been bounced out of about three Zoom rooms this week.
1: Ah, okay. Oh, what about geez. one uh, seven three two? I think that's Joni. That's me. Okay.
8: Well, I had different feelings as I was reading the book. I loved, parts of, I loved the little girls and Bash. I thought the kids were so cute. Um, I thought that they got along too well at times. They didn't, you know, little kids of that age can get into little les stuff, and stuff like that. Um, the gardening part was very interesting, because I'm a gardener with a very, very black thumb. I never could get anything <laughs> to grow. So I was looking. One time, my mother and I I must have been eight or nine. We tried to grow, grow radishes. So when I read the thing about growing radishes, I saw we had done, we didn't have them in the sun, and all of the nutrition and everything went into the leaves, and we dug them up with nothing on the bottom. And um, I never had any good luck with plants. Now where I live, I can't plant any kind of a garden. So, um, but... I guess it was all right. I I just read a very powerful book, and I think after coming down off of that, probably nothing would have been as gripping or as uh, spine-tingling as the book I just finished before I read this. So I think I have to say that there were parts of it that I liked, parts of it, that I really did not like. I found it a little bit draggy from time to time. Um, but I guess,
7: I guess I would say that it was okay. Okay. Um, five seven three. Okay, um, Deanna. Um, it's. I think I liked the book. there was excellent character development. um, distinctive characters, um, a diverse group of people who on the surface didn't have much in common when they started the, um, ec- the experience. Um, and yet by the end of the book, they were almost a family and like a family, you can have a great deal of diversity and temperament and viewpoint and still care about each other. Without really having to be really similar, so I thought that aspect was was good um, the humor was was quite um, evident the the she has an excellent grasp of, of dialogue and the way people um, the main character had a kind of a a wacky viewpoint on life but um I think, in general, the book was well-balanced, and I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't supposed to be heavy. It was supposed to be light. But it was dealing with some, some heavy things. Single parenting, um, widowhood, um, in Edward's case, um, you know, divorce and separation from from his own children, uh you know just a lot of things were going on in these people's lives and yet by the end of it they really deeply cared about each other and um that part i think was was well done mm-hmm. um i don't i don't really find anything objectionable in it because romances are either um kind of, kind of lace curtainish and very uh, formal, formulaic, or a lot of the modern stuff had a, has a lot more heavy breathing in it than I'm comfortable with, and, and these were all just jokes, more or less. It was not, you know, um, a lot of description and stuff that makes me uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, I think that, that overall, I, I like the book a great deal.
9: Okay, uh, Don Queen. Yes, uh, this is one of the first okay. books I finished, actually. So it was uh, kind of amusing. Um, I I thought I was going to be on gardening more because I tried for three years to. There was a program where I support uh, support yourself on a city lot, you know. And I we weren't. I finally got a landscaper <laughs> to do it after, but. Uh, No, it worked fine the first year, but gardening doesn't go that smoothly. I'll I'll tell you that. But I was organic gardening too, so that. But anyway, I enjoyed the uh, story. Though it reminded me a little bit of Jane Austen, the portrayal of the men were just kind of a one-sided character, I guess. To me, I I didn't think they built the character of the men very much, but it was the women's side of the story, and uh, it was, the kids were really real characters.
10: Okay, Liz? Um, Hi, you know, I don't really have anything new to add to what everybody said. I did enjoy the book. Um, I really liked the relationship um, between the two sisters, Rachel and... um, (laughs)
2: Lily? Lily. Lily, thank
10: you. <laughs> you know, it's late. No, it's not late. Um, but I liked, I liked the... the um, I felt that it was really pretty complex because um, Rachel kind of had to be really patient and she held back until she got really drunk. <laughs> she told Lily how selfish she was being and not acknowledging everybody else's loss as well as her own and that she was really stuck in her own her own self, and and I think that that was really helpful for Lily to see that and to move out of that. And, but but I really liked the book. Um, the kids were adorable. Um, I was rooting for Edward and Lily, and it it was nice how everybody kind of found somebody in the group. But and I and I liked that too. I really liked the fact that they they came for a class and they really formed a friendship. And I loved the way they would travel to each other's homes and do their gardening and you know create this garden for each other. I, I just was lovely.
1: Okay. Um, I don't think I've called on 951. The list tends to shift. 951, have you talked? Okay. Is Marsha back? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, you have. You called okay. on me already. But...
11: Okay. Marsha, are you back? Oh, I didn't go anywhere. I'm here.
1: Okay. I oh. called on you
11: earlier. <laughs> oh, I didn't, he- I didn't hear you. I'm oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. Go ahead. But, uh, yes, I really liked the book. Uh, the, the kids were adorable, especially Annabelle and... Um, Um, Claire and one thing I must add and you did answer my question Michelle Uh, I wasn't sure if Abby Waxman had been widowed or not because she really nailed a lot of the feelings of um, Mm. of being a widow uh, especially like um, the the smell you know you you want to she would open the door to the closet and uh, smell Dan's clothes and and that kind of thing, and, uh, you know, the feeling of just uh, everything that was mentioned is stuff that I've gone through the last five years, and I don't know where she uh, gained her insight, but she did a hell of a job, and uh, there was no one in this book that I didn't like, which is unusual, (laughs) you know, because there's always a couple of characters you, you just don't care for much, and, um,
9: even Bico. huh?
11: <laughs> even Bico. Uh, right. <laughs>
2: Berto, Berto, Alberto.
11: Ber- oh, Alberto! Oh, I forgot about <laughs> him. Oh. Yeah, he was, a, yeah. he was, he was a cad.
2: He Who cried, though.
5: He
11: cried but, well. Uh, yeah. But, well, he came back and, the, well, she said, you know. It was an act, I'm, I'm sure. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> once, he, once he gets your back, he'll, he'll find some other woman. It's, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater.
11: Yep. Oh, that,
4: yeah. <laughs> Yep
11: but uh i I also like the relationship between uh Rachel and lillian and and I romance isn't my genre. I just don't care for romances, but this one i don't either. it was no, there either. in the background I mean it was there, but it wasn't the uh, mm-hmm. be all and end all of the, the book which I like right. and I like yeah. the fact That's... that edward that Edward and uh, Lillian um you know that it sounds like they were. On their way, but there was no uh, flowers and and uh, well, gardening, yes, of course. But uh, you know, it wasn't a uh, declaration of love and all that stuff. But yes, I really did enjoy the book and uh, the widowhood thing was just right on. <laughs> okay. Oh, he did. He
2: did send her flowers one time, though.
11: Oh, that's true. He did. He sent yeah. it to, yeah, to yeah, the, her yeah,
2: workplace. Yeah, yeah right.
11: Well, this and is the story. fact that his name was Bloom was.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's oh, kind of Yeah, funny,
4: yeah. definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. This is Sherry. I thought all the characters were likable except for Lily and Rachel's mother who was uh, oh, yeah, really yeah. annoying. Um, <laughs> and I liked the camaraderie of the club too, that they all, the, the class, they all, you know, liked each other and hung out together. I thought that was really nice. All the characters were likable, including Frank the dog, who I always love when there's a dog or cat in the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, they were nice. Too. I like the TV references. I mean, she referenced Cousin It. You don't see that in books often. She I had a part. slightly veiled Monty Python reference where she said something about an Inquisition and then said, oh, nobody yeah. expects that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I was a huge Monty Python fan, so I appreciated mm-hmm. that. I liked the way it ended. I was afraid it was going to end with this big triple wedding, and it just kind of ended, and you knew what was going to happen, and that was good enough, right. and I like that. The thing I didn't like is what Abby mentioned, I felt like the book was saying, too, that everybody's push, 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 you have to date, you have to date, you have to have a partner, or you're not going to be happy, and I find that very annoying, it's like out of the 1950s or something, and I don't have friends that push me into dating all the time, or they would not be my friends for long so but other than that I thought the book was really fun and what Carla said was really true too that it really had a positive feeling about it and that was really nice
11: oh and you know and to go beyond the the, you know you've got to have a partner you've got to have a date blah 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 why is it that you always you know if you if you get your partner your significant other why is it expected that you have to have kids well, that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is, that's not see that as much
1: in this that's book, true. but maybe that Well, it be. was in
11: this book because they were talking about Rachel, uh, you oh, know. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, that's yeah, right. Lillian yeah, was like, baby saying baby at one
4: point, she, you know, she was glad that's that Rachel good. might let's continue let's having kids. Yeah, that's I'll true. I'll turn it back over to Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry. the only I'm one sorry. that talked to talk you. Yeah, Go okay. Ahead, that's okay.
0: Um, I, I guess this book is characterized as a romance, and the conceit, I guess, with romances is the H-E-A, the Happily Ever After, so if you want to classify this as a romance, it made sense that all the people would kind of partner up. Um, I actually thought of this more as a family story than a romance. There was a lot of romance in it, but I just thought it was the story of a woman who, you know, her husband died tragically, and, and you know, and how does she come to terms with it? And I think that, you know, the, the way that people were just expecting her to start dating and to, you know, find somebody else and to rebuild a whole life. I, I, th- I mean, I think that happens a lot with people, but I, I think everybody uh, processes grief at, at a different pace. Um, I'm fascinated by the topic of resilience. I, I, I don't think of myself as a very resilient person, and I love reading books where people somehow manage to overcome you know, difficult situations. So that was what drew me to this book was just the whole topic of resilience. And I really liked the way she got support from all different people. I mean, she had her sister who, you know, even though her sister had her faults, she was a very devoted sister and aunt. And I really I really liked their relationship. And, and I liked the fact that she was so supportive towards her, you know, during that very difficult time, um, considering as Sherry said about her mother who certainly wasn't, wasn't very supportive um and i and i like the whole community i like the way that these these as as deanna said there was diverse people that came together and you know yes they paired off there was angie and mike and then there was we met gene and his wife and we had the, the two lesbian couple you know the women that were together and they had all that kind of stuff, and maybe it wasn't really necessary. They could have just had a whole group of friends that were were supportive towards um, towards her. But I like the way you know that they went to each other's houses, um, and and they sort of developed this this very strong bond. I even I, I even like the way she handled her career. Like when she lost her job, I mean most people freak out, and she just was like, well, I'm going to go and do freelance, and I'm going to get you know, move on with her career. So there was a lot to me there was a lot of resilience in this story and that was what was very appealing to me. But it's interesting to hear the different viewpoints that everybody has, you know, I mean I think we all liked it, but it seems like different aspects of the story appeal to to different people.
8: I I don't like romances and I think that's what bothered me about this book. Mm -hmm. It was it was just it was You know, six weeks and they're all best buddies. You know, it was a six-week.
0: Well, they spent time in each other's houses, and they spent. They weren't just in the class together. They had pizza parties together. Yeah, and yes, it was it was very condensed. But you know, they might have been people that really needed a little bit of community, also. I think she captured that well.
1: I I have. um, That's what happens in the classes I go to. We've kind of formed a Mm -hmm. community. It, or, uh, or at work, too, you know.
2: That that happens.
1: Yeah, at work, too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, well, I've I've got a point of contention though because I, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't know if this is a male perspective or maybe just an allen perspective, but I, I I didn't really get the feeling that everybody was trying to push anybody into a romantic relationship. Like mm-hmm. I think Sherry and Abby mentioned. Well, remember so I'm kinda...
1: when uh, when she set Rachel set her up on
10: that with that guy that just showed up out of the blue, well, and then yeah, Rachel. Yeah. I, uh,
11: and then That's she just. Right. Uh, I I inc- incidentally, you
10: know what? I thought that was one of the funniest scenes of the whole book. That
1: was
11: well, yeah, well
2: <laughs> Granted, but I mean, I, I, the the woman was. I think they were trying to help her move on with her life and stuff, which I which I I think is healthy and stuff. Now, now you don't have to do it with a with another man or another or another sexual partner, but uh, I, I just didn't feel like they were pushing her that hard. I mean, it's been four years since he died, and I realize people have different grief periods, but, I mean, I think it's healthy to – I'm not sure it's healthy well, to keep clothes sealed up and, and sniff them all the time. But, uh, uh, being, but a widow,
4: being a widow myself, I disagree, Alan. Um, now, fortunately, I, I'm still not ready to move on to another man. And neither. I would not be happy with anybody who tried to set me up. There. Oh, but well, you know, you do uh, need. You know, uh, I understand I mean, that you uh, have to to move on. But that's fine. You know, and I.
2: But but that that's you. But I I, I didn't get the feeling. And
4: that's That, Lil, that was Lillian too. That was well, the way Lillian I, was.
11: And and I. But I thought what Rachel did. You know, going to that restaurant and and everything, and that guy shows up, and then she just gets up and leaves. I thought that was really underhanded. I, yeah, I was I, not I at all me. happy with Rachel. That, that
4: was, was not good. the only.
2: I didn't say that, a, that I agreed with that either, but hmm. I, I, I still think that Lillian was more, I, I, I didn't really get the feeling that she had said, I don't need any men in my life. She she was saying that, that, I got the feeling that she was just trying to hang on to her her dead husband for a little too long. But, yeah. Well, uh, and the the she little has a right little to do
0: that. Four years. Four years she has isn't right to that, do that long. And she no. had children. I mean, it maybe it seems to some people like a long time, but if she was with him for 20 years... Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think four years is necessarily such a long time. And I think a lot of people... Do that to people. They they push them, and some people need need a little bit of push. Well, even Rachel, who Rachel wasn't even a widow, and people were pushing her to find a permanent partner instead. Yeah, but you didn't have that experience when you were younger. People didn't try to push you to get married because they certainly did with me. I know. I'm glad (laughs) I didn't.
1: I never did. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't either. No. I mean a few relatives perhaps mentioned it, but yeah, not friends. They didn't have a chance to with me.
11: <laughs> remember, you, were you gonna say something, Liz? Um I I thought you I thought you were gonna
10: Oh no. Um I don't remember what I was gonna oh. say, but
11: um Well, I think
8: that everybody grieves differently and men yeah. and women and it also... grieve totally differently. That's true. Men cannot understand
10: yes. what a woman goes yeah, through. I, I, I kind of stay away from the generalizations because I think some men really
9: grieve very deeply for a very long yeah, time.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah. You know, yeah. I
9: yeah, think that
4: the same way when a man loses his wife, he yeah, has exactly. the same feelings. Yeah.
11: Well, I but, think in um, a lot of instances, now this might be getting off the topic, but I think, to me anyway, it seems that, now I, I don't want to generalize, but maybe I am. But I think in general, oh, in general, men tend to find another relationship a lot sooner than women do. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. you. That. Definitely.
8: Yeah. There may, well, some men are married six months after their wife
10: has died. Uh, I know somebody that doesn't... was a partner two months after the
6: death. Yep. And that was a
9: woman. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yes.
6: They have found uh, through surveys that uh, men being married, are happier than women being married. Hmm. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that too.
8: Yeah, <laughs> because they have somebody to do all the stuff that their mm-hmm.
6: wives did for them.
8: No,
1: we're right. really generalizing <laughs> That's here. True. That's yeah. not true in all yeah. marriages. I mean, I was married to someone who did laundry and cooked, and I, I'm there's lots of men like that out there. That they don't all need maids.
7: <laughs> my daughter, my eldest daughter didn't get married until after she was 30. And um, she said that one of the reasons was that she was a career person and she didn't like to cook and she didn't like to keep house. So she was looking for a man that did like those things. And when they, when she did get married, the uh, man she, she married was very quiet, but he was very bright. And when the babies came along, he did help a lot with them because mm-hmm. he was the eldest of four boys. And his mother died when the two youngest were still in high school. And so he kind of raised his brothers all the way through because his mother was an alcoholic. And so from an early age, he was looking out for... And caring for the younger children, and so he was a good.
0: Cook. A lot, a lot of and younger men people. now are very involved. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, my mm-hmm. father, you know, really did nothing. <laughs> you know, my mother did everything. But like my brothers, with their children, they were very involved. You know, from the time that they were very little, and and I think it's just it's different now. I think the men mm-hmm. are expected to be a little bit more involved and i think it's great for the kids actually because they, they really them. feel like they have a nice bond a bond with their um you know with their father more than you know like you
9: know they do stuff with them so it's nice a lot of women work nowadays though you know and mm-hmm. that's true uh, of I'm course sure. they don't yeah. i remember before they had washing machines and dryer, washers and dryers that it was, all monday was washing and i had to help my mother so i <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Times and, times and
6: attitudes uh, change, so I'll tell a little story on myself. When I was young, newly, newly married, we were at uh, my wife's uh, home, and she, her mother worked outside the home, and her father was there in the home. And while she was gone and we were there, uh, he drew out the vacuum cleaner and was uh, vacuuming the rugs, and in my young mind, I thought, oh, my God. What is he doing? He's doing women's work. I wouldn't ever do that. (laughs) But I'll tell you what—I'm not that kind of person now. That's that's the attitude I had then, and I think I think it was pretty. pretty, That was in the fifties, and that was pretty uh, uh, widely thought.
1: Yeah, I had a question about the book that I might have missed. Mm. At one point, Lily says something about forgiving her mother for what happened at the funeral. But we never—I never heard what happened at the funeral. Did I? I don't think she said. Oh,
0: maybe she didn't.
11: Oh, and another question I kind of had too was: remember, they, Dan and and Lily were arguing the morning that that he was killed, and I thought they were going to talk. She was going to, you know, go back and t- you know talk about what the the, the big argument was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't catch that one either.
4: <laughs> well, it may not have been relevant to the story.
11: Yeah. Well, yeah, but. It, I was just curious, you know. Yeah,
0: me too, yeah.
3: Hey.
1: Were you guys surprised that Mike ended up being a brain? Not yes. really.
5: No, I wasn't.
0: I, yeah, was. I, was. I he he was. was. I wasn't surprised.
7: No, I don't think was I was, was
0: either.
3: Surprising.
7: I mean, I,
0: I think they try to give like an interesting backstory to everybody, and sort mm-hmm. of you know flesh them out a little bit, so mm-hmm. that you got a sense of who the the different characters yeah, were. Yeah, that's why they they were. Yeah, um, and I and I liked. I think her well name was an Angie or Angela. Yeah, uh, she was very feisty. I oh, liked yeah. her actually. You know, she sort of gave as good as you know, and and I I liked them together because I thought mm-hmm. they really didn't like they. Uh, you know, they misjudged each other, and then they kind mm-hmm. of saw each other exactly, you know, a little bit more for who they yeah, were. So. It was, inter- it was an so interesting a, relationship. Yeah, and, you know, so Edward I wasn't and, sure about. I mean, I really, he seemed like such a nice man, but he was, I thought he was smitten so fast. And, I, you know, I i, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I, I guess I don't believe in love at first sight. It sort of seemed that way to me, like he just so fell I'm in love not with not her immediately. The
10: time is 5.36 p.m. Have a good There's week. There's at first sight, I
0: can't but <laughs> I I guess, think. Yes, that, that, that's, exactly that's true. That, but love at
7: first sight, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I think you know, he was kind of fascinated well, by her. Um, and he was missing his own son, and you know, the little girl appealed to him. I think it was it was a, a gentle, you know, it wasn't... Uh, where he was suddenly being aggressive towards her, that's what usually happens when some get someone gets fascinated by your outside before they find about your insides. They it's, almost turn stalkish, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, it Kind of to behavior. Be like it wasn't that at all. It was a very gentle sort of, oh, she's, she's yeah, um, she's artistic. She's pretty. I like her, but it wasn't that. I didn't think it was more the love at first sight because I've been in those kinds of relationships. And you look at them and go, hey, you don't even know who I am. You see what I look like, but you don't know what's in my head, what's in my heart. So not off and give me some space, you know, and he wasn't like that.
1: Do you guys think it was a mistake for Lily to tell her daughter that she'd never marry again? Because they didn't deal with that later, but I wondered when she said that that's going to have to be dealt with.
4: Well, I got got the feeling it kind of was, you know, goes without saying at the end that, you know, that perspective had changed. Yeah. I thought that um,
8: they really liked Edward and they thought that they wouldn't like anybody that, she met and they they felt so threatened that she would meet somebody but then edward came into their lives and he kind of fell into their lives and and he was very good to them he paid attention to them he liked them they liked him so it was a different perspective uh then, mommy going out they, and marrying a stranger, and that's I think that's how the little ones perceived it. That mommy's going to go and marry marry somebody that we don't know. But Edward turned out to be okay with them.
7: I think yeah. they honestly could feel that he was genuinely interested in them as individuals yeah. and people. Children are very sensitive to that, and a lot of times when you are woman with children, the men that, that come into the, they only pay attention to the children as a kind of uh, a way to get to the mother. It's like when people, when my husband and I first met in college, I thought he was just a dog nut because he always talked to my dog and, you know, was very effusive with her. And she got to the point where every time we saw him on campus, she would spit over to him and say hello, and um, it wasn't until we had actually started to date that he admitted that he wasn't a dog person, that he
0: preferred cats.
11: <laughs> <laughs> you know, do, so do you think
0: was, that she had more pressure put on her to date because she was in her 30s or early 40s? Do you think that people, as they get older... Mm-hmm. They have less pressure on them to find someone else, or it's a good point. What, what do you Absolutely. think? Well, so,
7: Because she was Absolutely. still in her childbearing years, and also she, she had young children, and they thought but, you know, she really right- that she was a breadwinner and about? a person to help her raise the kids. Can oh, I like you request,
2: whoever's rattling around, could you please mute yourself or stop rattling? Because uh, I don't know if I'm the only one hearing it, but it's, uh, it's kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, I agree. Liz, were you going to say something?
2: And and Lily was 38 in case anybody wanted to know how old she was.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. But that that's I I felt like maybe part of the reason people kept pushing her was because of her age because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've been married a long time, so I'm not in that situation. But I can't imagine if suddenly I was left on my own, anybody mm-hmm. expecting me to go out and, God forbid, date again. So, you know, it's like I just think maybe it was her age that they pushed her a little bit more. Or do you all agree or disagree? That's a good no, point.
11: I, I don't think so. Okay. I, and and it, I guess I think maybe if, if they were pushing her, it was maybe to find a father for mm for Claire and, and Annabelle. I don't know,
7: well, I have whole no different
11: perspective. She was, I don't
7: even pushing she Rachel though, um, to settle down and find someone and not be a social one guy to the next. Um, that troubled her about her sister and it was because her sister was in her twenties and um, you know, the biological clock settled down you know, have a title or two. What were you going to say, Carla? Carla,
5: you were going to say something? I just have this different perspective, and maybe I'm just dense and not getting something, but I didn't really feel she was being pushed. I think if anything, they were trying to get her to, to just... You know, to just go on, and you know, to find some happiness, even though her love of her life was gone, um, and and that's really the the perspective I got. I don't know why I, I'm just not seeing it on the other side. I, I, as I say, i might maybe the cotton balls between my two ears shifted in the wrong direction. Well, I think
0: you're you right. Know? I don't think there because was a lot I... of pushing, but there was a little bit from I think her was it one of her employees, people were to work with also, and her sister a little bit too. Um, and I just thought, I, I, I hope that, you know, at a certain point people just let it go. But I, the way I was raised, like when I was younger, You know, you were married by the time you were 30, or that was it. (laughs) So as I got got married when I was 28, and the closer I got to 30, the more and more pressure that I had put on me, you know, because my time was running out, which was ridiculous when I think about it now, but people really believed it. They believed, you know, you were an old maid at a certain point, um, which is crazy because so many people get married now in their 30s and 40s and whatever, but...
11: Yeah, I think all that's gone, you know, they don't talk about the, you know, old maids anymore, mm-hmm. spinsters yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff, and there are people, men and women, who are getting married in their late 30s, early 40s, which I think is, is great, I mean, nobody needs that that pressure.
5: Yeah, they just had a, a, a wedding um, recently that, um, I you know, I was reading about, it was in, in a retirement home, you know, one of those senior living com- communities, and these two were both in their nineties, and they got married, and they had a wedding. And I'm thinking to myself, more power to them. Mm, good exactly. For them. Why not?
8: That's yeah. great. This place has no decent men.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for a man that wants a blind date.
1: Oh,
5: uh, grown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I have, I've had those. It's not fun. <laughs> No, but when you figure, um, you know, if you're blind and you have a date, it's a blind date. And if you're both blind, it's a double blind date. Right.
9: That's happened to people, yeah. yeah.
5: Nobody ever so what are we me. I don't next know one. if they didn't think I wasn't marriageable, but nobody's ever pressured me about finding a man. Even after my fiance day, I ran off with another woman, and I didn't move on. In a way. You know, nobody pressured
1: Aww. me. Nobody.
5: And you know, when, when you lose somebody that way, it's hard to trust again. It's really you, know, you give somebody all your love, and then they, you know, they, they betray you in such a way. It's pretty mm-hmm. hard to.
9: No, well, see. Somebody. It's like oh, yes. when
8: you're divorced,
9: and you're when you
8: when you find out that your husband has been with. This woman who thought she was your best friend and
10: she takes them away from you. Talk about a cheater. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I think. What book are we reading for next month? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm just asking because it sounds like we're ready to have a, just a general conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Sure. Well, Sherry, <laughs> Sherry can tell us about our next book. Also, I'm just going to mention, um, since we have a nice size meeting here, that in November we're actually going to have a special event. Abby, who's here tonight, um, has, has written a, a new book, and she's going to come in November and she's going to talk to us about her novel. And it's available on Bookshare. It's, I believe it's called. You'll tell me if I'm wrong. The Red Dress, right? It's
4: That's right. Barbie. That's right. Talking talking about uh, uh, a man, your man cheating with your best friend. That's kind of what it's about. So, yeah. Is it, on, uh, is
11: it on Audible or will it be on Bard? I don't
4: know. No, have. I yeah, I I I'm working on that. Uh, not yet. I doubt it'll be by then. But it's on Bookshare, so. Does anyone not have access
11: to Bookshare? Or does do everyone not. have access? No. Nope. No, I'm not on Bookshare. No, I, um, I don't. I don't plan on getting it either. Oh yeah, dear. Probably a
6: lapsed member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on it because uh, I read so many books from Bard that I don't right. know how, how I would. Yeah, uh, have yeah I do. I do
11: Bard and Audible, and that's that's mm-hmm. enough. I don't like
4: I say right. I'm working. I'm working on Bard, but it's it's it takes a long time. I'm sorry, I don't know, Paul. I have serious doubt that it's going to be available by November. You think it'll I'm be?
11: Sorry. Is it easier to get books on Audible? I mean, to, to have to get well, them on. Well, but I have to
4: pay for it. I have to pay for it. That's why I'm looking. Oh, Audible, report. it has to be recorded. Now, my, You're right, and even if yeah. I I have. I, if I send it to my regional Talking Book Library. They'll record it. It'll still take about six months, but then they don't upload the books to Bard. So, right. uh, my, I have a gal that my publisher hires works with in Kingsport, Tennessee. He does marketing who said she would see if she could find a library that would record it and then put it up on board. But either way, it's going to take time. And then Audible takes money and also time, too. It's right. you know, it's, it's not going to happen right well, away. Well, I, I think I, my understanding
0: is that you can get a free subscription for a year from your local library I, for Bookshare. I, I
11: if you're a student, isn't it? That's I know, thing it's for student. anybody. Oh, really?
0: I'm pretty I sure it's, it's a for anybody. I think it depends on which library, I think. Okay. In New York, well, you yeah. can. I don't know if that's
8: the other
5: one. The one good thing about Bookshare is you can read it the way you want. If you want to read Braille, That's true. Or you want to read it in audio. I know it's not, you know, a human being, but they've gotten pretty good, actually.
4: They have different formats, and, you know, a lot of devices now have apps, just like just like Bard. Uh yeah. you know. That, that, Where well, you can use it. So. You can use the voice stream
0: reader and have different voices and things like that. But I, I understand, I you know, not everybody, you know, is interested in Bookshare. Yeah. Um, but we usually, so, but you know, if, if we we usually if, we pick books that are on board. But in the past, if we have, if we're fortunate enough to have an author come. Um, we had david f came a couple of years ago and talked right. about his book and that was available on bookshare and then abby's book yep, also was, was also available, available on kindle david's book is also available on I kindle. think was and, it? And okay. my
4: book is also available on kindle with text to speech enabled okay so if you have I if you have an amazon device she will read that that works. Oh, great! Yeah. Okay. Well, this is
0: this is this is November, okay, I so I'm, we're Deanna, actually we're, we have to talk about October. But I'm just going to mention it since it's yeah. a special event, I and I Deanna hope you will all come. To say Deanna Deanna was I was trying,
7: trying to say something. that yeah, if you're registered with Hadley, that makes mm-hmm. you a student. Oh. If if anyone has um, taken a Hadley course or even um, you know. Join some of the Hadley chat groups or whatever. Oh, really? Oh, it makes you a Hadley um, student because you have a a file with them. Oh, okay. Okay.
3: Well, that's good to know. And as far as the state library things, apparently it's only certain states because I know one of my friend has it in California, and I'm in Ohio. And when I checked, they said that i wasn't eligible for oh. it in ohio there's certain okay. states apparently oh, that you yeah. can get the free um book share thing I'll but bet it isn't
11: here in michigan
3: either yeah I'll but the student okay. thing is available you know um at, as the other person said whether you're a hadley student or you know wherever you may be a student at if you let them know that you can get the free membership
1: yeah. Well, before I talk about the next book, it sounds like Ladon, you were going to say something. Ladon, are you still on?
6: No, 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 I think I've said everything I okay. need to today. Thank you.
5: Okay.
6: Is the date of the You're next one October 4th, then? Yes. Yes, Friday,
1: okay. October 4th. All right. And the name of the book is Looking for Me, and it's by Beth Hoffman, H O F F M A N. The D B number is D B C 03661. So it has that C in it was recorded by some local library. It's DBC 03661. And it's about 10 hours long. It reminded me a bit of Crawdad's. There's a lot of nature in it. It's about a family on a farm. Uh, mom, dad, two kids and how they grow up and the girl grows up to be an antiques dealer and um, there's some issues in the family of course. I will warn you that there is a really disturbing incident with a dog and ordinarily that would be enough to make me not read the book but it's very important to the plot and it is quick but it is unpleasant so be prepared and you can kind of skip forward probably just a minute and it you can you can skip that part. But
4: if it's important to the story, you might it might it wouldn't you if you were to miss something. Well, it's, and it's it not too
1: might. awfully graphic. It's just you okay. know yeah.
4: I, you yeah. hate to hear anything
6: bad happen to an animal. No,
4: app. any right yeah. absolutely. And I just wanted yeah. to warn
6: anybody that you know. I just I just finished that book about a week or two oh, ago, okay. and it is very excellent. It's a good choice. Oh good. What's
8: I'm glad the title I, again? It's
1: called Looking for Me, and it's by Beth Hoffman. She also wrote the book that. I haven't read it, but a lot of people seem to like it. That had something with CC Honeycutt. Yeah,
0: searching for CC Honeycutt. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I it know. was like a really popular book a couple yeah, of years ago. So popular.
9: Somebody's got a perfect
0: yeah, well, I so listened to that. a few minutes of it the other day, and the the reader is pretty good. So I know oh, sometimes good, people good. worry about,
4: it, yeah, you know, they're yeah. not
0: professional readers, but she was pretty good. I thought so. Oh, I, I wouldn't worry about. I wouldn't worry about her. But yeah. it is. Uh, it's the fir- We usually meet on the first Friday of every month at eight um, o'clock Eastern time. Um, just this month, we just had to push it back one week earlier. But our usual meeting time is the first Friday of every month. And I know we have some people here from, from other groups. So, um, Joni, why don't you start out and tell us a little bit about Banquet of Books? Thank you,
11: Michelle. Um... I just, uh, this is Marsha. I just tried to find it under 03611 and nothing's available. No, 03661. <laughs> oh, six, Whoops. Six Sorry. Oh, yeah, that makes
9: oh, I good. didn't get that in. Yeah.
11: Oh, sorry,
1: that's i'm probably not being articulate here
4: <laughs> well alan's gonna send out a, a news wire. yeah i so know you but could just wait for that well if you if
1: you're on there now you might as well get right. it now but it is dbc
0: 03661 and her last name is hoffman h-o-f-f-m-a-n and her first name is beth if you wanted to search by author but joni why don't you go ahead and, and talk about banquet of books
8: okay, okay thank you michelle um Banquet of Books is a um, uh, a group that meets every second Sunday of the month. We'll be meeting next Sunday um, in the Banquet of Books room. Um,
3: That's September
0: 8th, right? September
8: 8th, yes. What we do is everybody discusses a book that they have read. Either they have liked it or disliked it. Maybe they loved it, maybe they hated it. Maybe they've started it and didn't finish it because it was so bad. And
2: we encourage people that... I'm
8: hearing somebody's computer in the background. Sorry about that. Oh, sorry, Alan. Um. Anyway, we, uh, we meet at 5 Eastern to Pacific, 3 Mountain, 4 Central, and um, we have a good time together. People are readers, yeah. and they love books, and we welcome you with open arms, thrilled when people come in, and... Uh, what else can I say about oh, We like to have people that read in all forms of braille, talking books, whatever. Um,
0: and I'll just add that nobody is a more gracious host or hostess than Joni. Joni, and Joni. is so welcoming. Well, Michelle and so is so nice. Yeah, no, we're, we're, Sherry and I are good, but I'll tell you, Joni is the most welcoming, the absolute nicest, nicest person. So if you've ever thought about going to any a group, you will be very happy with her, honestly. So She's a very you. nice been, But it's true. It really is true.
11: Thank you so, so it, much. It, it is true. I, I haven't been to Banquet in, a, in a, a long time, but Joni is a very gracious host.
8: Well, you know, the thing is that as I have said before, I'm always so afraid that people won't come. I, I, you know, I just pray that, oh, please, people come to banquet. I'll do anything if
0: you come to banquet. So, well, uh, uh, we're
1: all open for bribery, Joni.
0: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Don and Alan, why don't
9: you tell us about your, your groups and your books as well? Well, um, I'm uh, next Tuesday is our next meeting so it's this coming Tuesday and it's a book on the Civil War it's called Rising Flames Sherman's March and the and the fight for a new nation it's less than half the book deals with Sherman himself so much as the some of the women's beginnings of the women's rights movement Mary Richmond and uh, mother Biggeridge who really took over the hospital system and, and for these wounded soldiers and the sanitation commission the food fed them too they had uh, well, about forty thousand chapters that would send a, a package every month to feed the ch- children and they go through the uh german minority and the candidates for that and then one guy logan who started out opposing any blacks in illinois and ended up in the, one of the leaders in the uh, abolitionist movement after the civil war uh so it, it's a very interesting story and uh, I, it, it deals some with the battles but, uh, and the march, but uh, it's not all happiness and uh, the Sherman's march and capture of Richmond enabled Lincoln to win the, the election, which would have, if that he'd lost, I think the thing had fallen apart and so would the country because it, it would eventually have split. Well, oh, anyway, it's a good story, and again, it's uh, uh, rising in flames. And I, it's by J.D. Dickey, D.I.C.K.E.Y. And I had the number down here somewhere. Um, uh, I thought I had it. That, uh, it's, it's not here. Uh,
0: and it's Tuesday night at eight
9: o'clock, right? Tuesday night at eight eight o'clock. Yes, it is. And it's nine three seven five seven. I think it is. B.B. nine three
0: and also, you. I guess if you want to tell people, we usually have the interview. So even if you haven't read the book, you can come and listen to the interview oh, and the discussion yeah. too. Those are archived, also. Huh? Are
5: those archived? Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah, they're. I think they're all the meetings are archived. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All of
9: them are eventually
4: looking at the. Yeah.
9: Right. Yeah. They. 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 Uh, are. Just, yes, they are. They still are doing ours now. That's and,
4: why they're. That's why they're recorded so that. They can be archived. in this Yeah,
9: the I'm interviews are sure, yeah, always is, uh, very, very uh, good. Interviews. Uh, I take yeah. selections from various interviews and piece the book. I, I think some people don't read the books so, anyway. <laughs> I think
5: trouble finding <laughs> those archives for that particular
0: group, and I don't know why.
9: Well, they archive all of them. Yeah, they're but in.
0: A- the- Alan, did you want to mention your book as well, or?
2: Yeah, we're reading *Relic* by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child on the seventeenth of September, the third Tuesday. Okay, what? what's it
5: about? It's *Relic*. It, this is World's of Books, right?
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. And it, it's a—it's uh, it, it, about a beast in the Natural History Museum that's killing people. So be sure and read it. Uh, it's really good. good. I saw—I yeah.
11: I saw that on my book list today, and I totally wasn't even i was like okay what what is this book for why did i download it so thank you alan <laughs> it just totally slipped my mind
2: i've read others i think so yeah yeah they've got a quite a series with this uh with this character uh Aloysius pendergast he's an fbi agent but he's a he's quite a uh, he's quite a character but uh May not be your cup of tea, but it's a it's an interesting story, and you'll learn a bit about the natural history museum too. So. That's at
5: nine o'clock on the seventeenth,
2: right? Yeah, we're still meeting past people's bedtimes. We meet at nine p.m. Alex,
5: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a DB number? On it?
2: No, I don't. I, I I I didn't memorize it. I'm I, I'm sorry, Carla. Uh, I, I,
10: I think I can get it for her. But I was wondering, does, does anybody know if the mystery club has decided on what book they're going to read or?
2: I don't know what we're going to read for mystery. Okay. I need to, I need to send Anne a, uh, an email. Thanks for reminding me because uh, she wasn't here last week for, for August. And uh, uh, I, I did not pick a book for her. because I, I, I led last, you know, right. this month's discussion, but I didn't, I didn't want to pick one. So. I'm getting, I'm
10: getting to Relic right now.
0: Okay. Um, well,
2: thank,
10: thank
0: you so much, everybody, for coming. I'm thrilled. Oh, yes. We had such a nice turnout, and I'm I hope you all come back. Oh yes, <laughs> and thank, thank yes. you,
4: Michelle, for hosting. You do yes. a great job. Oh, thank you.